closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. All right, we are back on On the Sidelines. Lindsay Patterson, Molly Watson. Opening day is right around the corner. And one of my favorite things near Great American Ballpark is the Reds Hall of Fame. And they have exciting stuff and changes that just opened recently. But now we have to introduce our guest, director, executive director of the Reds Hall of Fame, Rick Walls. Rick, how you doing? I'm doing great. I mean, a week out from opening day. It can't be any better. I just got back from spring training, saw the team out there. So I'm looking forward to a fun year. Yeah, you came back to some great weather. This is perfect. Right? Come on. <laughs> now, it's raining out there they had yeah. one of the rainiest winters really? in arizona history and even when we had fantasy camp out there this year in january it rained the first two three days but you know hopefully that won't damp maybe they get them ready for back here when they come back to cincinnati i mean they're not playing terrible down there so yeah well let's go ahead and get to the the reds hall of fame right now really exciting announcement and i i've watched all the news reports and online social media and the women's reds hall of fame tell us a little bit about this background of of the hall of fame well women in baseball i mean it's you know you go back into the 1800s and that's where it really all started Uh, a gentleman came to us last year and said have you thought about doing an exhibit on women playing baseball because i coach women's baseball and i said well that's an interesting topic i mean is this about you know the league of their own tom hanks Madonna Jean Davis and stuff and he's like well it goes beyond that that certainly popularized it but this really is deeper than that and he goes I've been coaching for a number of years and you know we're trying to get women to have the opportunity to play baseball and not just be relegated to softball so we took on this idea and then he said I've got over 200 items that I can give you to put on display so now we have this wonderful exhibit that traces the history and evolution of the, the way the game has changed, the impact women have had on the sport, not just as players, but in the front office, uh, now on the field as coaches, as umpires, and so on. And really their impact as a fan and the growing kind of participation that we are seeing women in baseball as well as in playing and working in baseball. So it's really an interesting and inspiring, I call it an eye-opening kind of story because we didn't know a lot about this when we started. Yeah, I think that's one of the the coolest things about the Cincinnati Reds. When you think about the front office, the people working the Reds Hall of Fame, people on the social media team, you guys really recognize women in baseball. And it's just a great addition to have in the Hall of Fame. How long did it take to really build this and get it together? Well, the idea started last summer, and we're always refreshing the museum. We have a changing gallery that, you know, looks for something that members will want to come back to a second, third time. And those that visit the ballpark will want to check out the museum and see what we have to offer. Largest team Hall of Fame in baseball. So the main gallery is where the Dinsmore Women in Baseball exhibit, presented by Rosie Reds, so uh, and designed by two women within the Reds Creative Services Department. So we kind of took this full circle. It takes us about uh, five months, I would say, to, to really put it together, design it, make it look good. It'll be there for 12 months. So plenty of time for visitors to come down and see it and check it out and immerse themselves in the history. Great artifacts, great audio and video clips of the former players, many of the women who played in the 1940s in the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. It's just a really nice exhibit that I think tells a really nice message that says, you can do whatever you want to do. You do not have to play softball. You can play baseball. And I think that's one of the storylines here. And it's inspiring to say, do what you want to do in life, not what you think you're supposed to do or people have told you to do. Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care is more affordable than a busy ER. 
with five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson. OrthoCincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit orthocincy.com to learn more. That's orthocincy.com. You've been with the Reds for almost 30 years, which is really incredible. How and many years did you say? Almost, yeah. almost 30? 27? No, no, is no, it 27? No, no, no. I'm, only, I'm only there 15 years. I don't want to double my thing. Okay, well. I 15 the... years. I've been in college. Uh, I've been in Hall of Fame industry for a little over 32 years That's now, what so. I should have uh, should have added, but I was about to say. I mean, there is it's a 27 years. They put it on the website on Major League Baseball. <laughs> so I, 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 I will, we will subtract some years, but still well, incredible amount of time. 15 more years would be great. You know, I'm, there'd be a lot of chances for success in those 15 years. I could have a lot of rings on my finger from World Series championships. So I'm with you, Lindsay. We will do that. I will be there another 15 hey, years. Hey, 15 years is still a long time. It's, it is. Yourself a little pat on the, pat on the back. <laughs> what has that been like, though, from, from day one? Because one of my favorite things is just if you have an afternoon going and checking out the Red Hall of Fame for any sports lover. I don't even think you have to be a baseball lover to go in there and just be like, oh, this is really incredible, the history of the Reds. Oh, that's what it's all about. I mean, it's a fun place. It's entertaining. It's educational. It's interactive. So there's things to do. And yes, you don't have to be a great baseball fan or a Reds fan. You will enjoy the history and how baseball kind of intertwines with Cincinnati history and even U.S. history. And there are storylines throughout the entire museum from the great characters, the compelling stories, record-breaking moments. You can get emotional about it. You can you can study the history. Uh, or you can look to the future. I mean, where we are now kind of in Reds history, I like to look at this. You know, we live in the present, right? But at the museum, you look back over 150-plus years, and you can kind of see how the Reds have had, uh, you know, their ups and their downs. And usually it comes right back up. And we've had these decades before, these time frames, and I think that's kind of where we are right now with the club. So I'm really inspired and expect the team to rebound and come back over the next, you know, several years. So it's exciting times. You live through some of these, <laughs> but it makes the excitement and the, uh, the championships that much better. Do you have a favorite Reds moment? Oh, yeah. Uh, For me, uh, it's going to be watching the 1975 and 76 World Series, but on TV. I was a big Red Machine fan. Joe Morgan was my favorite player and so many of the other guys that we've got to meet, bringing them back for reunions. I mean, a big part of what we do is about alumni engagement and giving the fans an opportunity to kind of interact with their heroes. Uh, Recently, uh, certainly the Jay Bruce walk-off home run was very special. I was there in person for that. And that clinched the 2010 uh, National League Central Division Championship. But the Todd Frazier home run derby. Yes. I mean, when he won the home run derby, we were there. It, it is one of the greatest moments, I think. It's certainly great American ballpark history. But you could look back and say that was such a special moment. And Todd's coming back for opening day, which is going to be nice. Throwing out the in the parade. He's going to be in the uh, throughout the first pitch. It's just going to be a nice way to you know, have the alumni back again. The Todd father, the Todd father is back in town. Yeah, there. Everybody has a member that's a former team mate that's on a team in any professional level. That when he comes back to town, everyone's like, "Oh, it's like he never left." Well, who's your favorite player? With the Reds? Yeah. Um. Oh man, this is so tough. You're putting me on the spot right now. Can I just go? Molly, this- you're next. So get okay. Ready, okay. So. This is right. my. I'm, I'm going really um very easy softball answer. Joey Votto. Okay. Okay, Joey Votto. Um, Why do you say softball answer? Because, you know, we're talking about women in baseball and trying to get away from softball and baseball opportunities. Easy. I feel like it's an easy. How about pass? Go back in time then. Okay, yeah, Joey, obviously, I think he's everybody's favorite in many ways right now. But how about you, Molly? Um, You you know who I I ran into at the uh, Reds poker tournament? Corky. 
Corky Miller. Yes, Corky Miller. Absolutely. I was totally blanking on his last name, but it was like such a cool moment because he was, we were both volunteering, you know, there and he came up and introduced himself. And I was like, oh my gosh, I met you. And this really made him feel great. I was like, I met you when I was like in third grade, I got good grades and I got to run out on the Reds field and you handed me a baseball and you signed it. And it was like the greatest moment of my life. And forever as like a kid on, I was a fan of Corky Miller. And then here we are all these years later and we're, you know, drinking a beer and, oh, you know, he's like, oh, don't tell me that. I feel so old. But uh, I, I have to say that was kind of a cool moment to see Corky and reconnect with him. But, of course, we all love Votto. I love um, uh, Tyler Stevenson. We just had him a few episodes yeah. back on the podcast. Sure. Great guy. Love talking to him. And I, I think he's a phenomenal player as well. So I'm going to backtrack it a little bit, and I should have just bounced off your Todd Frazier. I'm going to go Todd Frazier because when he was here, I went to one of the batting practices with my niece, and he came over to talk to all the fans who were sitting there, and my niece was probably four at the time, signed a baseball, introduced himself, said, you know, she said her name, and he was just so kind to take a minute or two before he was going to play in the game to get a picture with her. You guys both hit on why people are connected to certain players and what the goal is how we are trying to make sure that, you know, everybody has a chance to meet their hero. And even today's game, you know, when we bring kids down to the ballpark and there's that chance to have that one interaction, it can make a fan for life. For sure. It can make Corky Miller your favorite Mm -hmm. player. I mean, it can be the same with Todd Frazier. And that goes all the way back to Crosley Field days. And we have people that come to the museum all the time with the stories about how, you know, hey, I was down there and Jim O'Toole came through the stands and shook my hand on his way to the locker room. Because back at Crosley, when you left the field, you had to actually go through the stands. Imagine that the players walk through the stands to get to the clubhouse. So things have changed, but the interaction with the players and the importance of that has not. And the more we can do that, you know, the better off, I think, you know, we're going to grow a fan base. And that's really what it's all about. And of course, I have to add to that too, while we're just raving about Todd Frazier, his relationship with Teddy Kramer over the years has been a beautiful thing too. Exactly. And and again, we think about these guys as just baseball players and everyone around it that supports the team. Everybody's working to do other things at the same time. Winning's the important thing. They've got to take care of business on the field. But there are all of these little touch points that happen that change lives mm-hmm. on the field around the diamond you mentioned teddy kramer how special that is for him and his family and everybody else but even for todd and even for all of us i mean we we remember that and that's what's going to keep us connected to why baseball why cincinnati is a baseball town and always will be a baseball town why professional baseball started here in 1869 and i think you know it's america's pastime it's cincinnati's pastime and you know, the team will come back strong and it's, it's going to be, you know, the future is bright. I like it. So on opening day, because this is new, can fans, if they're going to opening day, can they go check out the Hall of Fame before? Absolutely. The Hall of Fame is open year round. Uh, a lot of people think we're just open during the season, but that's not the case. Make sure that you come down before opening day, open at 10 o'clock that day on opening day. And we're open until two hours after the end of the game. And every day throughout the year, certainly come down and see us. You can take ballpark tours with us. That's something that we do even on game days earlier in the day. Uh, It's just a great way to, I think, experience Reds baseball in totality. If you want to be a member and come down throughout the year, you certainly can do that. Then you get to take part in all of our different signings and meet and greets with the former players that come in and maybe our bobbleheads that we give away with membership. And uh, a chance to support the museum, which is a nonprofit organization, does a lot of worthy activities to support, uh, you know, the community. And see, we have senior programs, we've got uh, uh, youth programs, education programs with the schools. So we would like to see you all down there. How is it there on opening day? Are people kind of like 
stumbling in or what? Well, you know, it's funny. Opening day has changed for us. Okay. Uh, the crowd that comes into the Hall of Fame on opening day is your your baseball fans, the okay. people that have been coming to this event forever. They hit the parade, which you've got to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then you come down to the Finley Hall Market. of Fame, and then you go to the game, right? So you do you make a day out of it on that day. But now that we have the Dora District and everything at the banks, you know, it's a, it's a party atmosphere, which is great. We want we want opening day to be special for everybody. So the museum will have about four or five hundred people in it that day, wow. which is fine. You'll come in. You won't be it won't be too packed for you. You can still enjoy the place. Uh, if it's raining, which you won't on opening day, certainly a dry place. And same thing with the temperature. You'll find it always 72 degrees in the museum. Okay, good. I love it. Where yeah. can we find out more information? Uh, please just go to redsmuseum.org. You'll find all of the information about the new exhibit, uh, women in baseball, all the other things throughout the Hall of Fame and our hours of operation and so forth. Okay, kids are always free, 12 and under. Oh, great. Active military and veterans are also free. So, and it's a very affordable for everyone else to visit. And while we're kind of talking about memories with the Reds and stuff over the years, we're always, Q102 is always live. This year we're down at the Filson, down at the Banks. We'll be live down there. Um, it's really cool to see all of the kids down there on opening day. You know, like the parents, mm-hmm. the parents took them out of school and this is a special day that they get to celebrate with mom and dad or their siblings. And uh, it really is just an amazing Cincinnati tradition. So. If you can't make it on opening day because of the things you just mentioned, not everybody can. The kids opening day is Saturday. Oh, that's two right. Days later. I always forget so about it's, that. It's a big day down at the ballpark the players parade down the street good chance to to get a high five or something tossed to you maybe by one of the players joey Votto, your favorite player mm-hmm, will be there mm-hmm. todd might even be around i don't know if todd will still be around at that point or not but corky miller's around all he's, the time he's too. always yeah we he's always great. see him around he's yeah. one of our coaches at fantasy camp and i uh, just saw him out in arizona so he's a special person and uh you know, he's been involved with the organization for a long time and mostly down in Louisville. Everybody remembers him, but he was brought up all the time mm-hmm. as that backup catcher. But he always came through for us. The Reds Hall of Fame Executive Director, Rick Walls, thank you so much for joining us today. And go Reds. Thank you for having me.